Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. We're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, May 11, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Anybody make money inside the numbers in the live room? The quick answer is yes, that's a teaser. We'll get to that later. We're going to call this market today the Play It Again Sam market. What does that mean? They did a very similar thing to yesterday. They gave the impression they were falling out of bed, only to pop back up above the 20-period moving average by the close. It's not where they trade them during the day. The intraday stuff doesn't matter nearly as much as the closing price. That's what matters for the daily chart. Where did they close the tape? Doesn't matter where they were at 10 o'clock this morning. Matters where they are at 4 o'clock p.m. on close. They close back above the 20-period moving average. That's the market's way of telling us, hey, look, that price is important. We're holding it for now. We're eating time off the clock doing what? We're eating time off the clock building energy for another move higher. Case in point, here's a breakdown candle, all right? And it's really the entrance to a gap that exists just above. And they made a run for it a couple of times, and they came up short. And now they're just digging farther in the tunnel. They need more time. Time is more important than price. The next time they make a run for this price, this breakdown candle high, call it between 414.75 and 415, the next time they're making a run for that, or some other time forward today, they will have enough energy to bust through. The interpretation is the market's eating time off the clock under an important spot. They've had opportunities to get rejected. They got rejected from an intraday perspective, but had a rescue operation by the end of the day. That's interpretation bullish. They ran a test of the breakup candle low. That was yesterday. They went down today, couldn't stay down, popped them back up. Take the market at face value. What's she telling you? She's telling you she's eating time off the clock so far with an inability to go lower. Yesterday, it was the CPI shuffle. Today, it was the PPI shuffle. They could have used either one of those items as an excuse to kill the tape. They didn't do it. They couldn't do it. They're hanging around above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until she's not. Write that down, put it on a sticky note, right next to the one that says, never short a dull tape. That's for my intraday traders. Of course, no development on the weekly chart. The close tomorrow at 4 p.m. on Friday will be extremely important. They're eating time off the clock below the 100-week moving average. They've made an attempt, were rejected. Back up here, going sideways, eating time off the clock, We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but that's the market's way of telling us she's building energy to get through. Same thing she's doing on the daily chart. Next week is options expiration week. That's regular way options expiration week, third Friday of every month. Next week, all week is options expiration week. And what we say during those weeks is weird stuff happens. Doesn't mean we could identify the weird stuff before it happens. Just be on the lookout, be aware weird stuff happens. Here's a 120-minute chart. 
And here's an example of the fact that two different people can look at the same information and come out with two entirely different conclusions. Case in point, you look at the 120, you have this big reversal candle yesterday. Today, you're either in a pullback situation inside of that candle being held above the moving averages. That's one scenario. That's person number A. That's what they see. They see a reversal and a pullback above the moving averages. They're seeing the bull side. Okay, fair enough. What about person number B? Person number B sees little bit of a gap down opening, so it's a down move from the high yesterday, and a bear flag wedge kind of thing setting up for maybe another move lower into the low, running a test of the low of the breakup candle. We could have a pattern inside of a pattern, or you could just have the first bull pattern. Person A and person B are looking at the same information and they see two entirely different things. One sees the bull case, one sees the bear case. It's an awareness. You have to be the umpire seeing both things so that when the market is doing something, you can identify what it's doing. You're not surprised. How many people intraday are aware of what's going on on a 120-minute chart when they're trading intraday off of a three-minute chart, for example? Can you see here what we just went over? Absolutely not. You have no idea that exists. Hourly chart, same routine. Is this a move down and a bearish, wedgish kind of thing, setting up for another move lower into Friday? Or are they holding this last breakup candle in the sequence and above all the moving averages for the bull case, and tomorrow they'll either gap above or fill the gap and go higher? Bull case? case awareness you need to see both that's the lesson how do you like dem apples now real quick let's just kind of wrap up both sides of the spiders we talked about the upside there's a gap left open from yesterday they could gap above it tomorrow or if they're falling and by the way that will bring back in 415 or even higher if it's a bull end of the week however if they're dropping and they get below yesterday's low what's it going to do it's going to open the door down here for 407 and lower. Put those two numbers, the upside and the downside, on a short-term sticky note for tomorrow. What happened inside the numbers? Who made money today? Inside the number members, live room members, absolutely, at least in the room, it was what we call a bonanza. You read the notes, you pause the video, go back to the chart to double-check the work. The bottom line here is we've got the early morning details this is posted at zero dark 30. It's the layout. We're going to scroll up here and we're going to get to what happens just before the opening bell. Start to formulate at nine o'clock the trade setup. What's the trade of the day? I'm going to scroll up again, read the notes, go back to the chart. First, I was zeroed in on 411.75, but the pre market thieves took that off the board. Update at 9.15. The thieves in the pre market are already running a test of 411.75 figures. New zone for the bounce back situation. 411 to 410.10. It's a $0.90 cent zone, bounce back in the other direction. There's scalps with potential. This is the design of the morning trade just about each and every day. There could be more than one. There could be more than two. There could be more than three. 
but this is the initial morning trade. So let's reiterate one more time, keeping it simple. The new zone for a bounce back situation begins at 4.11, period. Today we have a three-minute chart, SPY, right of the vertical is today's activity. We think better in pictures. Here's the first trade of the day. They come back to 4.11, they spike it, and keep in mind, they even opened above 4.11.75. Opening print was 4.11.94, we're waiting on 4.11, they spike it, traders know sometimes they come up short, sometimes they spike them through, they have a rip back up in the other direction, the high in this trade was 4.11.58. The scalps are good for five to seven points. And then we hold the trailer. If we get stopped out on the rest that we're holding, that's okay. We're not taking a loss in that portion. We're just taking the base hit and going about our business and waiting for the next trade. You'll hear this discussed in the room all the time. Patience. We wait for the market to give us what we want. So by 9.32, it was showtime at 4.11. They start as a scalp with potential. We're looking for 411.50 for the scalp and hold for more portion. Five points is more than a scalp for most of you. That's my definition of a scalp. I'm never putting traders into a trade for less than a five-point scalp. Almost never. It's got to have the potential I want for a juicy kind of setup. So that trade was over. Now they're coming back down. That's fine. 948. 410.10 is on the table if they do it. The zone now becomes 410.10 to 409 and a quarter for a bounce back in the other direction. How you doing? Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. They did them both. Traders took coming up short. They took that ride. Traders waited. They waited for the spike. And they heard me say in the live room, this is a big spot, like 10, 12 times. Traders played some ping pong. Traders got many long trades. Traders got paid at 410.10, give or take. Pause the video, go back to the chart to double check the work. That in fact was not only low of day, it was the morning low. We're looking for a morning low when they're selling them. We don't know exactly what time the morning low is gonna come in, but using the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time, the same stuff happens over and over again. They're generally gonna find a morning low or a morning high, they stop going in the direction they're going, they either run sideways, or they pull back or bounce back, either way, that's the way this works, just about every single day. Can you identify the premium place for the morning trade? Again, pause the video, go back to the notes, double check the work. It's all in here, everything traders need, it was a know when to fold them kind of morning, this is a morning business, we're interested in what I call the morning rush hour trade. And really, it could be up to 90 minutes. That's it. That's when the premium setups are there. Why is that? That's when the participation is there. I said this in the live room today. Just because the market's open all day doesn't mean we have to patronize the market all day. We're only going shopping for the items we want during the period we want them. Stocks on the move. We had four on the board today. Couple jump targets, but we had trades anyway. MOS we'll take a look at, and we'll also look at the chart of Disney. REXR and NTR were off the board. They didn't hit our numbers. They're considered no trades, but with one caveat. And the caveat is NTR. The low of day is 58.75. My number on the board this morning was 58.74, and the rocket ride back in the other direction. How you doing? The numbers work.
Sometimes they come up short, other times they spike them through. Mosaic opened below, immediately snapped back. So that's a no trade, but you could see the importance of 35.50 after its haircut at the opening bell. And then here's a great example. We never want to trade when they open below the first number. Opening print today, 94.80. My number, 94.81. That brings it off the board, doesn't exist. What did they do? They came into the second number, gave you a little bounce. Traders got this scalp here. They had a high of 93.45. That's a quick scalp trade. They hung around here for most of the day anyway. The numbers work. That's just the way it is. You can even see it on a one-minute chart. They were coming down, 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 down until they got to the number. And once they got there, this is a one-minute chart, immediately just hit it and bounced off of it. That gives me the confidence that that number and the work that I do is correct. When I see stuff like that, we point it out in the live room with the SPY all the time. We see what's called price action around a certain number. That tells us something. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Below all the moving averages, the trend is your friend, it's weak. We know about the weekly chart. This is a bearish pattern that will likely result in another move in the southern direction. At present, there's still pressure in here, among other things, but from the regional banking sector. The regional banking sector is still a problem. They were not able to sweep it under the rug. We talked about it here a dozen times. It's not going away anytime soon. Doesn't mean there aren't trades, but it's not going away anytime soon from a bigger picture perspective. IWM is still weak. About the transports, my second favorite market leading indicator next to the IWM, but A number one, Canary in the coal mine, down a little over half a percent today, but below all the moving averages on the daily chart, the trend is your friend until she throws your stuff out the window, and watch this. As we get to the end of the week, we're still watching this particular level, this breakup candle low. If they close a week below that after testing it last week, specifically closing below this week's low and week ending the 28th, and also likely story is this 200 period moving average down here doesn't necessarily have as much weight as it might have before. They've been above here, basically eating time off the clock for quite some time. Coming from afar is one thing, Coming from eating time off the clock above is a different thing. Could that be a head and shoulders pattern? You would have your left shoulder over here. You would have your head over here. And you would have your right shoulder here. And just because they spiked, it doesn't mean anything. They never closed below. If they close below this neckline, then that is a trigger situation. Put that on a sticky note. And then you have the opposite effect with the Q people still pushing higher. They were up on the day, a buck on the Qs, a third of a percent. It's a different chart than the rest. It's a divergence. What happens with divergences, they will resolve themselves. Either the Qs are going to come down, or these other markets are going to start going up in the northern direction. Every night we talk about this 100 period moving average on the weekly chart. They're basically getting there now. Is this a situation where they ate time off the clock? They're just going to touch it and collapse. Anything can happen, but that's not the setup on the chart. Not much activity in the XLF today. They're basically in the same spot, give or take a few pennies, that they were on close yesterday. So there's no new information. It's bearish below this trend line, period, full stop. Smash mouth, all we need to know is the weekly chart. We're coming into the end of the week. It's tomorrow. We're looking for them to either stay above or give up that 100-period moving average. 
and also the low from a couple of weeks ago. That's really the line in the sand right now. No change from what we've been discussing. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.